0: Welcome to the Reviews for Reviews podcast, the show where we discuss our views on movies and our views on life. I'm your co-host Moriani, and in this episode, we'll be talking about Batman Begins, self-improvement, and success. You can find us on YouTube, Anchor, and very shortly Instagram, under the Reviews for Reviews podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright, so today we're going to be looking at the Christopher Nolan trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy, but specifically... Batman Begins and the
1: Dark Knight. Start yeah. off with Batman Begins. Yeah. Okay. Um we're we're probably gonna divide this into two videos, right? Two podcasts, two separate podcasts. The next part will be released next week? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. next I week. This one. Yeah, this yeah, okay. Do you wanna start off? Um should we give them like a basic out- outline of the movie or how should we start this off? Yeah, let want to start off with a general question? I guess we
0: can start off with like a basic outline or, or our thoughts on the movie itself and then we can move on to the questions.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, how, how, what are your thoughts on Batman Begins? So I think since
0: it's the first out of a trilogy, you have to keep that in mind and you have to not be too judgmental of it and know that Without this, there wouldn't have been the Dark Knight, which even if that is a far superior movie, it wouldn't have existed without Batman Begins. So I think, yeah, even though it has its ups and downs, it has its place as the beginning because everything has to have a beginning, right?
1: Yeah, well, I I was sort of probably because I've I watched it again. It was very disappointing for me. Um, overall, the storyline in itself um Christian Bale acting as Batman as well um there was a big drop off from Dark Knight I guess it's, it's understandable maybe um Christian Bale's getting used to the character and probably Christopher Nolan was trying to figure out how to make this entertaining for us but also in a sense uh match the comics and also make this sort of like a more cinematic movie yeah I guess yeah um, and then I think he probably learned from most of his mistakes, <laughs> and then brought in mm-hmm. Dark, Dark Knight, which was amazing. Yeah, I would say to, in my top ten best movies. I think one of one of the,
0: the pitfalls that it sort of falls in could be uh, an antagonist that doesn't really feel like one. Because yeah, Rosal at true. the beginning he's like the the mentor, the father figure, and he quickly snaps and turns into this monster effectively as soon as realizing ideas and then he's gone like
1: <laughs> it's, 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 that's why that's why i think i i think i wanted like a sort of like a backstory of how rasagol he sort of became that evil or some sort of foreshadowing of him because he's just put in and then he's just taken out So it seems very often i think that was like probably the biggest problem in Throughout the movie, I, I think the entrance of Rosigal for some people might have been like a wow part. And that's why maybe there was not no um, in-betweens of clips or in-betweens of Rosigal's, um scenes. But yeah, it was pretty much out of nowhere where Rosigal came. Yeah, It might have been, I guess, it, as a story sense, it might have been better to put in some sort of scene explaining how he became that evil. But yeah, it's understandable. You can see what Christopher Nolan wanted to do. He probably wanted to make that shock, wow scene where, oh, he's back from the dead and get the viewers excited again.
0: Like a shock, fear factor sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Which I guess sort of works because fear is a pretty big part of that movie, so maybe with having him come back, it's hinting at the fact that maybe Ra's al Ghul was a constant fear in the back of Batman's mind, that he just sort yeah, of repressed. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think there's three major themes you could see in Batman Begins, which is revenge, fear, and justice. Yeah. See, these three play a key role in running the movie forward and shaping Batman himself. Yeah. Yeah, you can see over the movie, this whole movie is just, just Batman in itself, Bruce Wayne becoming the Batman, and that's why I think it's important. As if you see this trilogy as a whole, I think it's it's a good part to put in that area where you see his slow transition from when he was young and then slowly growing up to become who he is.
0: Yeah, that's true. What do you think of the scene where his parents died, because this is a pretty popular theory that. The way memory works is whenever you remember something, instead of actually recollecting all the raw data from that memory and, you know, having it be 100% accurate, you're basically recreating that memory. You're refabricating it as accurately as your brain can. But the thing about that is the more and more you remember something, the less accurate it gets. So one yeah. popular theory is that he some of that stuff wasn't exact. So for example, one major part of that scene was the fear, right? That's why yeah. they left the theater and that's why they died. Mm. But the fact that his dad, he fixes things up and he yeah. convinces the mother that, oh no, it was me, it was me. Maybe that's sort of his subconscious trying to repress his fears, trying to convince him that it wasn't his fault.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you can see most of the times, um, I think Alfred plays that role of condoling him and um, sort of telling him that it's okay and it's not his fault yeah you can see batman regret a lot what his actions cause his parents death where he thinks because of his fear they died it's fr- from the start you see this movie is just fear being overcome by batman and making who he is and that's that's i think one sentence which just summarizes this whole movie pretty much what, what did you think about like scarecrow you see there's two antagonists in a way there's two antagonists in this movie there's scarecrow and razegol yeah who do you think played the better you could say villain in this movie who do you think was the ultimate the ultimate is off obviously razegol but who do you think performed better as a villain um in a sense for me i thought razegol felt the actor within himself, I mean yeah Liam Neeson, um, he, he himself didn't for me personally didn't suit that role of Razagul, I mean he looks very similar to the comics as well and I agree but the this whole system of Razagul in the comics and that Southeast Asian sort of theme at the start for me was seemed a bit a bit off, you could say a bit awkward. Um, it didn't suit the Batman world in a sense, it's probably just my bias because if you talk about Batman, it's very westernized and it's superheroes. So, yeah, but bringing in that part where Razagul and, and all these things are from the Middle Eastern, um, Southeast Asian sectors didn't sort of suit the movie, I guess. Just my critique on that.
0: I guess one of the reasons you could say why he's going out to a foreign place is because the act of going somewhere else and seeking knowledge and seeking betterment of the body and mind. That in itself is sort of the archetypal story of the hero, right? Like you fall down and you go out and you seek knowledge from some old wise person, which we see across the mythos of pretty much everything. So I guess there's a sort of deep ancient history in this idea of going out of your home to find out who you are. So I guess that's what they're trying to depict here.
1: I agree with you. But yeah, again, moving on to that Scarecrow and Razagol, who do you think's the proper villain?
0: So the thing about Scarecrow is he does have a big role in the unfolding of the, the biggest events, the events have the most impact. But as a villain, he doesn't really, he's not much of a threat to Batman. Like yeah. the first Fear Toxin, okay. But then Batman literally becomes, he becomes Scarecrow to Scarecrow. So that's, yeah. that's you. Literally, he had one job and he failed. Yeah, so okay. I don't think you can really say that Scarecrow was a good antagonist. How about Rousey? he,
1: well, he was, was an effective he, he antagonist. As well. I guess, I guess, yeah, this whole movie, I think, wasn't bad versus good. I guess it's just self-fight, like that self-conflict um, within himself. So yeah, and uh, when viewing, you don't need to see this movie as a superhero villain movie, but instead a movie of um, determination and overcoming fear um, and shaping the character really. Yeah, so I think it was a good, well job done by Christopher Nolan um, in that in aspects of shaping Batman. But I, I think there could have been something, uh, something seems law, like something seems Yeah. Yeah, something's missing. Yeah, definitely. You
0: could definitely you could de- you could say that fear is an actual antagonist because that fear fits the role of the antagonist much better.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that perfectly sums it up. Yeah, fear is the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what else? Uh, for me, also the action scenes. Um, when doing when watching Batman Begins compared to. Batman Dark Knight felt a bit weaker. Um, yeah. there was a lot of action, but you could see the action was mostly just cuts of Batman um, of Bruce Wayne training and stuff like that. You couldn't see like a full whole shot of the characters fighting each other. Um if you know what I mean, like yeah. if you watch if you watch the Marvel universe, their action scenes are pretty intense with a zoom out as well where you see Literally the two fighting yeah proper scope and I think that was one thing which felt a little off But I think I agree with Christopher Nolan using cuts because um, Batman he's supposed to be somebody who's um, un- Sort of unseen and swift in his moves um, Because he works in the dark, especially at night. So yeah, um, that Swift Swift um, Cuts and movements did make sense. But as an audience you would like something a bit easier um, to watch, yeah, much more um, entertaining. I and mean, I think he did, and I think he did that in uh, Batman Dark Knight between him and Joker, and um, and I think that was one again that action sequence. I think improved very uh, to a significant level from Batman Begins to Batman Dark Knight. But I, one thing much more for me, which was more, um, you could say um shocking or in a way amazed by was the date of when this movie was yeah released. 2005. i i still i still do not believe that this uh batman begins was released in 2008 and batman dark knight was released in 2012 i i, I it's almost shocking to hear that such amazing s- cinematography and storyline um, came such a long time ago.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: Um, any other points or any other questions we can talk about? Um, uh, Batman Begins. I think that should be it for Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't much you can talk about in Batman Begins because all the questions you tried to... Question in the movie is all answered in the second and third part of the sequence. So yeah um, I guess this movie is just a movie which just leaves behind question marks <laughs> It's also physically shorter like the length is
0: shorter than the the next two. So maybe that has a part to play there as well
1: yeah, I agree. The movie felt really, really fast. Everything seemed to be in a hurry. Batman Begins When Watching as an audience as well. Batman Dark Knight and Batman Dark Knight Rises, um, both movies have a very, very good um, storyline. And it's um, it's unbelievable. The storyline was just breathtaking, you could say. Um, and I guess those two were like probably the all-time best DC movie production they've ever made um till now yeah i agree till now
0: yeah
1: maybe joker was a bit perfected um but joker didn't have that storyline and that that um intent there was intensity but yeah that entertainment as um batman
0: yeah that, was so, a, yeah that was a different kind of movie
1: that that movie felt more like a masterpiece in a sense than the- entertainment um based movie
0: more of a in-depth character study.
1: and it would have been better i felt while um thinking over um i i felt it could have been better if we create if they created batman begins as they how they created joker like a masterpiece kind of thing yeah where they show batman himself only without any and without any antagonist but the antagonist becomes a fear um, as in Joker you can see it's a whole character based storyline which might be boring but for the sequence i think it would have been better to make it that way it might have gotten a lot of credit um as well but yeah I think for the movie in itself, DC wanted to, to make it more entertaining and catching the audience. So yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a overall well made movie. A bit, uh, um, a bit you could say, um, a bit. There are a bit of parts where you sort of um, feel something's missing yeah. in this whole movie in a, in a whole, yeah, as a whole. So, so should we move on? Yeah, I, I
0: guess let's uh, let's go to the, the questions for Batman Begins. Or should we go and yeah. do uh, the Dark Knight's outline? I
1: think we we should we we should do Batman Begins questions and then move on.
0: All right. I feel like one pretty major part of Batman Begins was the entire self improvement arc, the self improvement journey, and the depiction of that to me at least felt like something that was quite. In the traditional masculine sense, right? So it again goes back Mm -hmm. to the archetypal hero going outside of your country and you know, yearning for knowledge and going to pursue that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of self improvement? Because nowadays there's a really big wave of like stoicism or minimalism or whatever ism you want. Yeah. People are like really looking for. So something to up to one up themselves to to get good yeah. at life
1: it's it's become a society where you yourself is the most important okay um you know what i mean so you could see in the past people would give out their lives for their countries um for probably for most probably independence and stuff like that fight against corruption, whatever. But um, these days now, nobody wants to do that hard work. Um, or uh, I'll just a- ask you a general question. Would you give your life for your country? Yeah, look, that that's the thing. That's, you get conflicted, but for me at the end, I would say no. Um, and I think that's how most young people are, are group age and are um, Our society has been shaped around now because, in olden times, if they say, Yeah, they always say that they're willing to give their lives for their countries, that patriotism has just gone down by a big amount, you could say, or that willingness to sacrifice um, has depreciated greatly.
0: Well, I think there's there's a lot of reasons
1: for that, but maybe
0: one of them could be that back then, whatever the state says is like that's that's fact, that's hundred percent. We believe it. We're ready to accept it. We'll do whatever they say. But now everyone's a lot more conscientious. Everyone's a lot more critical. Yeah. Everyone's a, is some kind of political and economic. pundit. Yeah.
1: In a sense, everybody just became smarter. You could say. Yeah. You- Much more aware and smarter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I think it's a good talk about how self, um, loving, you could say in a way, um, self, um, um, what do you say, um, I, I, I just lost the word, um, self. Improvement? Yeah, um, in a way, like, you're so into yourself, like, Drunk in yourself that you love yourself and you care about yourself yeah. and nothing else so yeah, I think That has been a major shift between if you compare olden times to our times. That's one big shift and I think That's one thing Batman in a sense in a different sense sort of the picture, Where we think we are are the best in a sense Batman Um. Develops himself in order to save others. Um, if you, you know, if you get what I mean, we think about ourselves, um, and that's why I think Batman becomes a hero um, throughout the trilogy. And Batman is a hero um, in the movie because he does what everybody else thinks, but then acts in a different way, puts in the effort.
0: Why do you say love? Or why do you say like love? You, you love yourself too much. How? What's? I feel like you have some kind of sentiment towards this this side. Like, what, can you explain a little more?
1: Yeah. Um. Self. You know, like. Um. In a sense, you care only about yourself now. So you think
0: self development so, is selfish?
1: Not selfish. I mean, it's it's different. If you look it into, you have to. It's like it's different from every perspective of what you mean by self-development. Because there are some people who think self-development means to improve your own self and that is what what everybody thinks it is. But then that self-development sometimes exceeds and that becomes more of a selfish act of loving yourself only. Um, and I think that's one thing which is propaganda, uh, propaganda, propagandized a lot in the the society, especially in music. You hear a lot of things about self-love and um, self-affection for yourself. And that's you have to make it clear that self-development, self-improvement is different from it. But because so many people are um, down um, in a sense downcast it by themselves they think the only self-improvement they need to do is self-loving and um, self-affectioning themselves
0: okay but so those are sort of two different things right self-development yeah what's shown in the movie which is like you know going out Mm -hmm. working out building your body building building up your mind building up your skills and self-love which is like sort of you could talk about you know the fat acceptance movement uh or uh... that's
1: why yeah that's why um that's why what i'm saying if 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 you overthink self-development to an extent i think it sort of transits into self-love and people start to go crazy about themselves and i guess that's one different thing about batman is that he thinks a lot about himself but what he's doing of himself is with, at start, was with a purpose, which yeah. was revenge, and then was a fear, and then now it becomes the justice. Yeah. So you see this sort of nice flow from revenge to fear to justice and making him um, much more approachable for the audience. He is human. He doesn't have any supernatural talent like Superman or yeah. Spider-Man or any, yeah. of, uh, any of the other um Superheroes. That's why he, I think we tend to um, link up with Batman more and feel what he feels more because he has a similar mindset and emotion as any other human being.
0: Yeah. I think the self development that's shown in the movie is the kind that is selfless because it's not easy to go out and do like however many push-ups he's doing a day it's not easy to go out and train in the freezing cold and like master the sword or master whatever skill it is because obviously in modern day you're not going to go out and learn how to sword fight like you're not going to do that but you can learn how to master your own craft your own work whatever it is that you do and i think that's an act of selflessness in its own right because when you're doing something like that, yeah, you're bettering yourself, but you're also bettering your surroundings. If you have a family, you're going to help support them yeah. better. If you have sick parents, you can help them by mastering yourself. So I think, in a sense.
1: So- yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, in that moment of self development and self. What um, do you say? Self development and, yeah. S- Yeah, self-development. If you exceed that limit, Batman's doing it for himself, basically, but then he is using that as a reason to do it for the society as well. He wants to make it a better place. Um, But we tend to um, sort of move off from that position where we do it for others. It becomes more selfish, as we talked before. And I think that's one thing, which is, propagandize a lot in this society of self-loving and self-affection and um, loving yourself. Um, And that's, I think, a good thing in a sense, but also it might, if misused, it might lead to a much more dark past. yeah, dark path. Yeah, much more evil path. Not evil in a sense, but yeah, much not good for the society. Yeah. It's it's basically just rotting the society away. It's about not thinking about anybody, um, and that because begins and and that stirs up conflicts, and that's how I guess we all die. We just, yeah. <laughs> I guess, in some way. I mean, yeah, we. Uh, if we don't want to interact with others, we don't care about others, we are, we care about ourselves only. And we use this um, sort of excuse of self-development and self-improvement that I'm self-improving myself, which isn't self-loving. But yeah, I'm self-improving myself, not for the society, but for my own sake. Um, and that's probably a, a big problem which might occur if if people go to that Extent, but I think that's too extreme. Yeah, I don't think I think people are sensible enough to I, I think people are sensitive, um, sensible enough to know where to stop self loving and yeah, self affection. Yeah,
0: so what did you say? What would you say to the people who think that what do you think about like the increase in media operating in the world or the increase in this idea that it's okay to not be good at anything? And if you're whatever, if you're dumb or if you no, can't be wrong, good as well. This is not okay. It's
1: not okay. <laughs> I think this is this differs in, in different societies, um, in different communities, I guess. If the overall society is downcasted and bad, that's probably going to be the encouragement the people around you are going to give. But if yeah. your society is up there um, in a much higher position, it's not all right. They're gonna be like, it's not all right. You have to work off and um, sort of um, improve yourself beyond the limits, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. this this divides the two societies in this world One society is just, in a sense, lazy and unimproving because they use this, as mentioned before, this encouragement of. Yeah saying it's all right but it's not all right and you need to sometimes be a bit harsh to others so that they sort of wake up from whatever delusion they're living in and go into the real world and see that yeah whatever they did wasn't all right and they need to improve and that's the only way for that society to improve as a whole
0: and i think just to clarify what we're trying to say is it's not like if you're missing a leg, go out and become a sports Olympia. Yeah, yeah. Or if your IQ is like 50, go out and become a Nobel Peace Laureate. What the, the point is, is live up to your potential. If you can be here and you're sitting here, then what are you doing? But if, if your potential is here and you're getting to here, like that's, that's okay. That's great. Right?
1: Yeah. I, I think that's the misunderstanding when yeah. people say it's all right. You failed. It's all right. You can do better. You can do better. And then all of a sudden you see this sort of um you get this sort of idea that it's always it's all right so I don't need to improve um and you sort of in a sense become lazier
0: Yeah and then the ego kicks in right
1: Yeah and then that's the problem that causes a society to in a way slowly disintegrate yeah. into a much more slower lazy society which isn't good which okay. isn't good, in sense, for any hu- human being to live in.
0: So one interesting thing I've found is, for some reason, the Batman Begins movie is associated very often with this movement called No Fat. So do you know about that? because mm, you you're repeat? So for some reason, right, the Batman yeah. Begins movie is associated yeah. very heavily with the no fat movement. The entire Dark Knight trilogy, which is basically the idea, no-fap, fap, f-a-p. Oh, no fat. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do you? Why do you think that is?
1: I mean, you can't put it in. You can't put no-fap into Batman. He's not. You know, it's it's different. It's a whole different thing. Batman isn't addicted to any of those things. Right, he's just self improvement. No fat is is something different. It's it's like (laughs) no, but that's that's the thing, right?
0: It's because Batman is represent has so many of the traditional masculine traits, right? It doesn't it doesn't have just this movie, right? It's all the movies where there's strong male uh, role models, basically that people find uh, that find uh, like you know something to look up to, right? So it's not just Batman; it's any any person who has those traditional masculine traits because a lot of people from that sort of addiction feel like they're demasculated right like they're loose they're masculine is it it
1: that is it that do you think they're demasculated and that's why they i i i I, I have a different opinion towards that but that that would lead into a whole new topic so um yeah well i'll just say this one thing i think those people aren't because they're demasculinated or they're just um, they have no hope or stuff like that. But I think it's just that addiction again. It's just the addiction. It's not they don't blame themselves for being that. Um, so when you being see- into that addiction, but it's just that that section in itself is a is an addiction and a pleasure to, I guess, every man, every male probably has that, um, pleasure or that same addiction. If that situation comes in place and you can't disagree with that because that's just how we're made biology.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what you, so what do you, what do you think of the NoFap ideology? Are you for it or are you against it?
1: I mean, it's, it's a big, it's, it's individual, it's individual, I guess opinions. Um, no may be good, may no fab might not be good. I don't know the benefits or the dis- okay. uh, disadvantage of it. But um yeah, some um I guess it's it's individual. Um I guess if you have in a sense it's morally wrong. I don't know, it's because maybe it's because the religion we're shaped into or um the culture we're from, um no seems right thing to do. Yeah. But also some people think that addiction or that acts isn't is fine it's all right um but then don't you think so that's yeah, coming back
0: to the thing that you're saying before where sometimes we just let ourselves fall into the it's okay and you know that's self-love yeah. so don't you think that's
1: yeah so like this is category? the thing if you have a really it, it depends if you have something for example taking example religion if religion like most religions um fapping or whatever addiction nofab sort of wants to stop is immoral and unethical and i I think it is unethical in general in human minds we're born into that it's not a good thing it's not ethical um right then that factor comes in it's all right and that applies to us who have that thinking process because of the culture we're shaped into but then most western or you could say not maybe i'm just being too um centralized on that area but like mo- many other people might think that it's all right it's a totally fine thing it's no sin it's not eth- unethical i'm not harming anybody i'm just doing it for my own pleasure it's just people think of it as an entertainment and if you start thinking into that way i guess there's there's just no to reason slow. to not have yeah yeah so yeah it's, it, it depends and um different opinions um yeah you must respect everybody's opinion yeah so yeah, yeah i guess it's yeah. it's a very broad topic but i know how we came from batman begins to No fat <laughs> all right should we move on yeah, um, let's, let's should we move, move on, on to dark knight
0: that's it for today you can come back next week at the same time on anchor or youtube to watch part two on the dark knight until then thank you for watching or listening and see you next time